and welcome to the Respect Team podcast. I am Amy Hanna, and I have the privilege of being the director of the Respect Team, a nonprofit organization that speaks to middle school and high school students about the importance of self-respect and respect of others. This podcast is specifically designed for the parents of young adults seeking more support and resources in raising their amazing teens. I have my dear friend and one of our collaborative partners with me today, Jeff Roberts. Jeff is a teacher at Wayne Newtech and is also the founder and director of a nonprofit organization called Forward and the founder and the director of a program called Pave the Path. Thanks so much for being here today, Jeff. Thank you, Amy. I'm excited to join you and proud of what you're doing for our community. Thank you. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about helping your teen to build their brand and how to create a family brand. So Jeff, when I hear build your brand, I typically think of marketing or retail or a business endeavor, but building your brand is completely different than this. Can you explain what building your brand actually means? Yeah, I love how you took the idea of companies and as companies versus personal slash, you know, individual, because if you look at a company, companies usually use their brand to either A, make their reputations, uh, provide longevity for their company. Is there some kind of integrity part that's included in that? And then really distinguishing themselves from others. And and the, the ultimate goal is some name recognition. But a lot of times we don't think about that individually. How are we promoting ourselves. Uh, how are we using the expertise that we have, the experiences that we have, the personality that, that we have, and then how are we reflecting that? Like, how are we letting people see that? So I think sometimes when we look at brands, we're ultimately not thinking about the ultimate goal of, of that name recognition. And, and for uh, people, whether it's teens, whether it's uh, adults, whether it's young people, a lot of time we forget that that brand is is all we have. It's the first thing people think of, and it's the last thing people think of. So really, if you don't develop a brand that you're proud of, that you want name recognition from, then ultimately you're doing yourself a disservice. So I think whether you're looking at a company, a company has its own values, it has its own goals, it has its own beliefs, and a lot of times that's represented through a slogan, through a sometimes even through a logo. But mostly when I say a company, and you think of that company, we should have the same thinking pattern. But unfortunately, that doesn't happen. And, and especially with teens and, and young adults and, and young people, a lot of times they don't realize that they are creating a brand for themselves. And that's not ultimately the brand that they want to be presenting or showing or eventually used as a name recognition. Okay, so that's a great way to describe building your brand. So how can parents help their child to build that brand? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I'm, a, I'm a parent myself, and, and just now starting this, I, I started that with my 16-year-old, my 12-year-old, just a few months ago when we started processing this idea of, you know, what did we want to share to adults out there with teens and, and young adults? And a lot of times what we do is we don't ask them what their strengths are. We don't ask them what their qualities are. We don't ask them what their beliefs are because we feel like we know them. So we know exactly what their brand is. But the problem is when they leave our house or they leave our presence, their brand may look totally different to their friends or to their teachers or to their, uh, maybe they work at a job, how it looks differently in every situation. But I think the ultimate goal for parents is to know their kids better. 
And if you don't ask them what their strengths are and what their beliefs are and what their values are, yeah, you want them to be a lot like yours, but that's unfair to, to teens and young adults because they are creating them their own self, their own personal brand. And it's called personal for a reason. It's called individual for a reason. But a lot of times as parents, we kind of force that idea that they have to have the same brand as what we're thinking. And if you really think about it, a brand is determining who we are, what things we stand for, and then some rituals and tradition that we can use to reinforce and instill what we want in people. The problem is if we never, ever ask our kids what they're thinking about who they are, then they're never going to create their own personal brand. They're going to create the brand that we want them to have. And when they leave the house, they may not be representing that brand that we're forcing upon them. You know, it paved the path and forward. We use the word explore, like self-exploration. How, how often you let them self-examining themselves? Like how many times are you actually sitting there and go, what do you love? You know, what makes you excited in the morning? What makes you mad? Like what makes you angry? Like how many times do we sit there and not let our kids leave the room and go, I can't understand why they're mad. A lot of times we have to stop forcing our own brands on our kids. They're going to be who they want to be. And if they be who they want to be and own who they are, they're going to be way more comfort, comfortable, confident in whatever situation they are in, whether it's a classroom, whether it's at church, uh, whether it's at work, whether it's just at a family gathering. I think the ultimate goal is if you allow them to kind of develop their own brand and figure out what qualities make them who they are, I think that's the first step in allowing your kids to be who they want to be. I know my son said this, and he's 16. He said, Dad, why do you care? And I said, well, I go, Chase, I've told you for years I want you to be a certain way, and I want you to be a certain thing, and I'd like you to go to college, and I'd like you to do all this, but he doesn't want to do some of those things. And I, I think it takes away their their identity uh, when we force upon a brand that we think they have and they ultimately don't. So I think it's kind of in our society, you know, that family traditions where you are who we are instead of saying, who are you? And I know your last name is Roberts and I know your last name is Hannah, but you know, who are you? And, and really let them self-explore. I think that's the ultimate goal in, you know, developing that brand just like companies do. Are there things that parents need to be aware of that could start to hinder that brand? I mean, is it just the opposite of what you just said or, or are there more things? Yeah, there's, I mean, obviously you have to be aware of, of how they're showing their brand. Obviously in today's society, you have social media and you have, you know, Snapchat and Instagram and they're not on Facebook as much because I heard that's an old people um, <laughs> pile of social media, but those outlets, whether they're liking a certain thing or they're reposting something or they're posting something that they believe in, a lot of times it's misconstrued and their brand isn't who they really want to be because they're just liking things because they like it and other people are liking it. But the ultimate ending in that is people assume that's how they are because that's what they're reposting and that's what they're, they're liking. I think our young people, uh, teens, young adults, I mean, even elementary school kids, a lot of times are, are trying to be uh, people they're not really. And, and that's a scary thing. Obviously, if you have a relationship with your, uh, your child and you're actually allowing them to develop their own brand, they're going to be a lot more apt to tell you who they are and how they feel so that when they do get into situations where their brand has been 
taken a different way than it should, I think then you can have a conversation because you've sat and asked them who they were and what their qualities are and what their strengths are and what their weaknesses are and things like that. So when they do have those situations in social media or in the public where people kind of look at them as a, a different way than they want to look, then you can ultimately have that conversation. I think developing a brand like right now for, for teens is very, very difficult because the influences are everywhere. The influences are in the classroom, they're in the media, uh, they're on social media. Uh, and, and it's a scary thing when you're not having those conversations repeatedly about you posted something, I saw it. You know, what did you mean by that? Were you doing it because you really, really like that? Or were you doing it because you didn't want to be the oddball? You know, you didn't want to be the person left out. So, so I do feel like there's a lot of things in our society today that can actually take kids away from their brand. But here's, here's the one takeaway from this conversation I hope today is, if you don't let your young person self-explore, then they're gonna take on whatever brand is out there in front of them. They're not gonna to stick to the brand that they want. They're actually gonna take on principles from other people. They're gonna take on qualities from other people because they think that's cool by nature. Instead of going, this is the brand I wanna see. I've been trying to develop this for years and I'm gonna to stick to my guns um, because I know people at home have my back on what I want my brand to be. But if you don't ever ask the, the question, you know, what do you want or what do you want in life to your young people? I don't think you'll ever know. I think they'll tell you what you want to hear because they don't want one more person to tell them how they should behave and how they should have their brand look. Every human wants to be something. When you're 11, 12, all the way up to 25 and 45 and 65, you all want to be something. When you're younger, you don't know exactly what that looks like. And if you, as a parent, are directing instead of guiding or facilitating growth in your brand, I think that's when you start to hinder your child's ability to grow and even grow that brand into what they want. I think when, when you go through life reacting to whatever, okay, and think about this as a young adult, they're constantly going through life reacting. Reacting, reacting, reacting. Somebody said something. Somebody did something. Somebody posted something. I saw something. They're constantly reacting to whatever they, whatever you know, is thrown at them or they're seen. And I think if you're proactive as a parent or you're proactive as a guardian, I think you can just you can kind of develop strategies to help them through that instead of them going, I'm just reacting to everything that's coming. If you can be proactive and, and ask the question, how does this look? Like I posted this the other day. How does that look? Like, how does that look to your grandparent? How does that look to your friends? Like, how does that look? And if you have those questions and you have those conversations with your, your children, I think a lot of times you, you find out that they didn't mean to post it or they posted it to be cool because everybody else is doing it. But then you can have that conversation is, that's one more thing that's impacting your brand. I think it's interesting because I think as tweens, you they move to the teens, then they move to that young adult, then they move to that adult. I can watch it, especially through social media, through the way that they dress, that you go, okay, we're still trying to figure ourselves out a little bit. 
I've had that with my own kids a couple different times. We've had some, some different fashion changes, style changes, things like that, that have happened over the years. Of course, I have two girls. And so I, I have noticed that start to happen, especially as they start to move closer to the young adult age. However, the personality is the same. The passions are the same. All those different things are the same. You're exactly right. They're exploring. Do I like this? This Is this the image that I want to portray? Well, I'm not sure if I like that image. Okay, so I'm going to try this one instead. So they're still kind of trained to figure that out. Is there an age that we would hope that they have it figured out <laughs> as a parent? Are you do you have an idea? No, I, I think that that's a good question because I've asked this. It's funny because I've asked this to kids in my program. So I have kids anywhere from 14 to 19 in the program. Uh, there's not an easy answer to that. To be honest with you, I think, Amy, you and I are still self-examining and self-exploring what our brand looks like. Um, we hope by now that people would think of us in a certain way. I think it's really hard for parents because they want their kids to have an answer. And I think what parents have to realize is there's not a clean cut answer to that. I think what you got to keep asking them, whether you're, you know, I asked my seven year old Reese, like, what do you stand for? He's like, I don't know what that means. So then we moved on. And I, I asked the same question to my, my son, Cole, who's 12. And I said, Hey, you know, what do you stand for? And he goes, I want people to like me. And I said, okay, perfect. I said, what are you doing to make that happen? He goes, I make sure that if it bothers me, that's okay. But if it bothers them, I'm not okay with that. So I think if parents are constantly asking their kids, what do you stand for? What matters to you? I think if you ask that, and it's going to be evolving, it's going to change all the time. But I think if you don't have that question, you'll never know exactly, are they ready for that brand development? Are they not? Like, it's great. I, I think we talk about in our program about the idea that you can't be a good leader unless you know yourself. You can't be a good person unless you know yourself. And I think it's not too early to ask those questions, even to a seven-year-old, eight-year-old, nine-year-old, because in today's society, it seems like everything's faster. Like everything in the classroom, kids are growing up faster. They're seeing more things. They're doing more things that, you know, you'd think older people do. So to me, I think parents shouldn't force the conversation that, I need to know what your brand is. I need to know what you stand for. And that's the way it's going to be. I think we have to be open to it changing, modifying, growing throughout the year. So I, I would tell you there's no concrete answer to, to your question. And that's I think that's the annoying part for parents. Like, how annoying is it that I can't help you? I can't help my kid. Like, I don't know what my kid stands for. It's really, really bothering me. So I'm going to force something on them. I'm going to tell them you are this and our family stands for this and the problem is with that then once again you're taking the opportunity away from your child to be themselves and if they can be themselves they're going to be more confident in themselves instead of making them be who you want them to be or what you are hoping they would be so Jeff, we have said this a few different times as we're talking about building the personal brand we've brought up family a couple different times so Tell us a little bit about family brand. What are what are some things that are necessary to help create that family brand? Yeah, I'm glad you asked that. I think uh, a lot of times we do the individual brand and we do the company brand, but we don't realize that you have you ever sat down and figured out what your family stands for? Who is our family? 
What are some rituals and traditions that we want to reinforce? You know, what are some values that we want to reinforce? What are some beliefs we want to reinforce? I don't think we ever sit down and have that conversation. I think what we're hoping is by the way we act as parents, that it's going to rub off on our kids and the values are going to be the same and the beliefs are going to be the same. But I, I don't, I don't see that as true anymore. I don't think the opportunities for parents to be sitting down with their kids all day long and all night long, that doesn't happen anymore. Kids are running here. Parents are running there. We're working long hours. We have this, we have that. And I think what we have to keep in mind is it is okay to sit down with your six-year-old and your 12-year-old and your 16-year-old and have that conversation about what is our family culture? What is our family brand? And I, I read something somewhere by Robert Johnson that said, create a family culture that incorporates all members. He didn't say some members. He says all members as being important and significant to your family brand. So it's not just mom or dad having these connections and making these connections, but it's, it's having everybody involved in what that looks like. I thought it was pretty cool. Jen and I sat down with our three boys which, you know, God bless Jen, she has three boys and me to deal with on a daily basis. And so the brand may look different because, you know, males might look at something different than females or females might look different than, you know, males is we started to ask our own kids this question, you know, what would be, what would be the, the Roberts brand? And uh, my 16 year old says impacting others. And I, and I said, that's fantastic. You know, where did you get that? And he said, well, I look at what you're doing every day and I look what mom's doing every day. But he never said anything about himself. He never said anything about how Cole, you know, my 12-year-old's impacting people or my seven-year-old's impacting people. He just straight up said, mom and dad. So here's the issue again. Are we forcing that family brand on our kids? Which sounds like a great brand, to be honest with you. Like if we're all impacting people, but the problem is they're not examining themselves. They're only examining what their mom and dad are doing. And so it's okay to sit down and ask them, what's our common theme? What's our common goal? What's our, our common characteristics? What's our common qualities like as a family? And actually do the practice of sitting down and listing these things. Because I think if you don't allow your young people to have ownership in what your family brand looks like, once again, it's your brand. It's your wife's brand. It's your husband's brand. It's your significant other's brand. It's, it's not your kid's brand. And, and I feel like that doesn't allow your children to go out in society and take ownership for what your last name is or what your family brand is. And I think, how can you expect them to carry on that brand or live that brand if they don't own that brand? And so my fear is, that a lot of times what happens in family cultures or family brands is that it almost develops by default. You're not transmitting your, your values. You're not promoting your values because you assume it's just going to go on and it's going to be where it's, oh, it's just ultimately organically going to happen. And I feel like that's definitely not the case. I think it also doesn't allow for the whole group to solve family problems. It becomes mom and dad or, or, or spouses or you know guardians to sit down and go, we're gonna solve this problem, but it's never up to the kids um, to solve the problems. And how can you take ownership in a family brand if you're not sitting down and solving family problems together? And I think what happens is 
the working together part ends up being the working as parents part. <laughs> it doesn't allow them to figure out like, wow, we just took this family value that we used to have and we weren't living by it because we didn't take ownership to it. You told us this is our family value. This is our family beliefs. And then we went out in society and you wanted us to live by it, but that's not what I agree with. So when I break it, is it truly my brand or is it your brand? So I think it's very hard as, as adults to let your kids have ownership in things and have let them have responsibility. But obviously trust is a huge factor in family brands. You're trusting them to go daily to live by a family brand, but then you're not allowed, they're not allowed to own it. And I know it's going to be a tough conversation. Don't get me wrong. It's a very tough to sit down with young people and have those hard conversations with. But if you don't start them now, how are you going to have them when they're 25 and they're trying to start their own family? I think that's a cool thing because every single family has their own brand and has their own value. So it's a great way to think about that. Jeff, you've shared so much with us today. What encouragement do you have for parents who are listening today who are raising tweens and teens? Keep doing what you're doing because obviously they're growing because of you. Three things I want you to keep in mind is, you know, really focus on the values at home focus on the tradition that you have and norms. Like, and when you say norms, it's that ownership piece too. Don't get discouraged when you sit down and you walk away from the table and you have nothing on the paper. Like if you sit down and say, Hey guys, we're going to create a family brand. I think what would be really cool is if you just take a giant piece of paper and write your last name across the top and let the kids just tell you what they think of when they think of the last name. And it, <laughs> Might be as silly as your seven-year-old saying, I think of my own name, you know, or your, your, your high school student saying, you know, when I walk in, my teacher calls me by Roberts. They don't call me by Chase. They don't call me by Cole. They don't call me by my first name. They call me by last name. So I'm really emulating what I'm doing at home and bringing it into wherever I'm going. So don't be discouraged because it's going to get to the point where you're going to sit down and get nothing out of the conversation. But if you don't, if you don't have that conversation to start, you'll never know where they stand. Don't get discouraged by the social media things and the conversation that you're having. I think you need to be open with the conversation. And I think you need to have that conversation about, you know, is this what your brand, what you want your brand to be? I think if you ask them the question, is this what you want people to think of when they think of you? I think that is a, a, I think that's a greater question than any of the others, because I think they don't think of it that way. Like, is this what you want people to think of when they think of you? When you're not around, what are they saying about you? And a lot of it is about what they're posting out there, but also just allow them to, to own who they are first. And then eventually they're going to they're gonna gain confidence. The second thing is, as a parent, we like to have them do as we say and do as we do. And I think sometimes you have to back, back away from that approach and you have to say, what would you like to see? Your feelings might get hurt and that is okay. I got, uh, I'm not gonna lie to you. I uh, got my feelings hurt in a conversation with my own 16 year old that I'm adding to pave the path this year. And he was like, dad, you talk too much. You tell me, what I should think instead of letting me think the way I want to think. And that's a hard conversation, but he's, he's saying the truth. And I think you got to be okay to, you know, respect the, the opinions of your, your young people in, in the house. And that means like, sometimes you're going to have 
a conversation that you may not like the end goal. Maybe they say something, hey, what are our family values? And they may say something that's like, you you are like, that's not, nope, that's not it, not it. I think you have to write it down and you have to think about it before you have that conversation. And if they feel like your family values are a certain way and you think them are other, then you need to have a conversation instead of this is the way it's gonna be. When you think of our family, it's this, not this. It's my way or the highway. I think sometimes hurts the communication between teens and, and their parents. Teens are trying to do things to make their parents happy instead of doing things that make themselves happy. And I think that's a hard conversation. I'm excited if people take this approach because it will open new doors to defining really truly who they are, which is most important. But then the next step is who you are as a parent. And then the last step is how we are as a family. And I think don't get discouraged <laughs> would be my ultimate advice. Don't get discouraged. Don't get discouraged. Parenting teens is hard. Parenting in general is hard, but parenting teenagers and young adults is just, it's just hard. So yeah, yeah. Be, be, be open to learning from them too. Self-expression for teens is a big deal. And I, I think sometimes when obviously there's a, there's a limit to self-expression, but I think if you don't let them express themselves at all, I think you're, you're hindering even eventually you having that conversation about a family brand because maybe they don't want to open up because you've already squashed them in maybe who they want to be. You've already said, no, that's not what you're doing. I think you have to be open to, to hearing them out and figuring out what they want to be and what they want to do and then, and then kind of go from there. I think it'll make your communication with your teens so much better so much better if you allow them to speak first instead of you speaking first. Well, thank you, Jeff, for being here today. And thank you to each of you for listening to this episode of the podcast. We hope that you enjoyed it and that it provided the support that you need. As always, we encourage you to go to our website at respectteam.com to check out our blog, our upcoming events, or just to connect with us. If there is a topic that you would like for us to cover, please send your ideas to info at respectteam.com. And to all of our listeners, we want to remind you to respect yourself to respect others, and of course, to respect all.